Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, good afternoon. It is Saturday, May 12th, and you are listening to Global Gospel. This is your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are glad to be coming to you again on this uh, Saturday afternoon. So let your neighbors, let your friends, let your family, let everyone know to tune in to Block Talk Radio, www.blocktalkradio.com. Dot com backslash global gospel. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Air of salvation, purchased of God. of his Washed in his blood This is my story This is my Afternoon. You've been listening to CC Winans and her rendition of Blessed Assurance. This is Global Gospel. Your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. We're good to be. It's glad. It's good to be here on this afternoon. Our theme scripture here at Global Gospel comes from Second Corinthians chapter four and three, verse four. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. We are here because the gospel is good news. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe. And we want you to let somebody know that doesn't know about Jesus, that Jesus Christ is the answer for whatever is going on in the world today. Today we have a special guest in the studio. And our special guest, are you there? Are you, can you, yes, yes, can yes. Can you say something? Good afternoon to everyone listening out there in Radio Land. Good afternoon. Tell our listeners who you're, who we're speaking with. Well, for those who, of you who don't recognize my voice, my name is Marlon Townsend. Uh, hail, right here um, from Long Island, New York. Well, thank you, Brother Marlon Townsend, for, for calling in from 
uh, for uh, coming into our studio from right here in Long Island, New York. Um, today is a special day. Well, one, today is the day before uh, Mother's Day, so we want to wish all the mothers a happy Mother's Day, all the uh, mothers, the grandmothers, the aunties, the sisters, all the females in our life, my life, your life, and everybody's life. Happy Mother's Day, and we honor you um, in this your season for all that you do. Whatever your words of advice, your wisdom, whatever you cook, whatever you impart into our lives, and sometimes the chastisement. We take the good, the bad, the ugly. We take it all, and we honor you, and we uh, say Happy Mother's Day. But today, on today, we have a um, special topic today, and our topic today is um, about uh, hymns and the hymns we all love and know and the story behind them. And there's certainly a story behind everything. And sometimes we don't always know what the story is, but if you research things and you look things, look into things further, you'll find out what um, the story is. Uh, Brother Marlon, you can take it from here. Well, um, first and foremost, I want to uh, thank God for this opportunity, as well as you, Reverend Townsend, for allowing me as a guest on Global Gospel, um, this being the Lord's Day. Secondly, with your permission, um, I'd like to send a shout-out also dedicate my portion of the show to a young lady who has graduated with her bachelor's in music from AAU post on yesterday. Uh, she goes by the name of Sydney Rampasad. Uh, she is a former music student of mine who felt the need to further pursue her musical endeavors via university level. She is most definitely an inspiration to myself as well, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, so I do want to send a shout-out to her, uh, also uh, her family and friends, because that is an accomplishment for everyone when someone uh, graduates. So, right. um, so we we thank God for Sister Sydney uh, Rampasad, and um, we pray that uh, she is blessed in all her future endeavors as long as we have um, family and friends, because we know that hard work does pay off. This is true. This is true. Um, so mm-hmm. earlier, I happened to uh, a buddy of mine, Pastor Cole, from City of Refuge in Miami, sent me a quote uh, that says, "Never regret a day in your life. Good days give happiness. Bad days give experience. Worst days give lessons, and best days give memories." Uh, the author is, of course, unknown. However, when dealing with the subjects of hymns, uh, the church, I'm always reminded of uh, James chapter one which deals with the thought of counting all joy when dealing with diverse temptations. You know, the whole concept itself uh, of teamwork that lies, you know, between experience and endurance, a lot of times horrific circumstances that uh, challenge our minds and gives us a testimony, which in thousands of cases create what we know today as a hit song, right? So, right. And of course, my, my evangelist, my evangelist, Carrie Underwood, says it like this, there's pages turned, bridges burned, and lessons learned. So there are some hit songs that have been known uh, to stand the test of time. Uh, the music is recognized around the world. However, sometimes the dialect may differ, uh, but it is mm-hmm. a language within itself. Uh, these these songs or hits are known as hymns. These are not. Um, also, there's other passages in the Bible that deal with this subject, uh, to find one in Ephesians chapter five, and tell us what it says. Says speaking to yourselves in, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, as well as Colossians chapter three, uh, verse sixteen, which says, "Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs." Singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Uh, pretty much, a hymn is nothing more or less than words and music. However, there are some guidelines that must be followed in considering uh, these words and music to be considered a hymn. Um, there was a hymnologist by the name of Jeremiah Bascombe Reeves. Uh, he said that okay. the hymn is the most popular. Uh, Jeremiah Reeves said that the hymn is the most popular kind of English poetry that itself speaks volume, I'd say. That being said, uh, there must be form and structure, rhyme schemes. This is for the music majors. <laughs> there must be form and structure, rhyme schemes, metrical patterns, personifications, metaphors, 
metaphors, not metaphors, <laughs> they should include a co- climax at some point. And, of course, the context and expression. Uh, when dealing with hymns, um, they most importantly must be theologically and uh, biblically sound. Um, so if you ask me, it sounds a lot like an English theology and a music course all compiled in one. <laughs> so uh, throughout the years, you know, many denominations and religious entities, uh, they've compiled their own hymn books, right? But uh, the hymn is not limited to the book. The, the hymn is not limited to the book that we see sitting in the seat in front of us. And in many cases, with many technological advances, of course, this this concept of, you know, hymn books being in front of us has been diminished. Mm. Right. So um, that's pretty much a brief introduction about uh, the hymns. Um, I will be discussing three more today. I'm listening. So I have a question for you. Uh, With that being said, can I write a hymn? You most certainly can write a hymn. There um, I, I, uh, maybe over 10 years ago, uh, I joined the hymn society and it's pretty much uh, a a fellowship uh, and congregation of, you know, they do, uh, um, they do, uh, they do events and uh, Mm -hmm. they they host events and um, uh, convocations, if you will, uh, with, you know, several musicians and, um, singers and, and composers around the world, people still do compose hymns this day. And as long as it's, like I said, as long as it's biblically sound, theologically sound, right. um, you could close it. And, and what I like most about hymns is, you know, just like, you know, the Word of God, we we could all find ourselves in a particular hymn. You know, I might find mm-hmm. myself in one. You might not see yourself in it. You know, right. but like I said, it goes back to, you know, um, earlier, as I mentioned, you know, I'll, several, I'll separate uh, trials and tribulations or life experiences that cause us to write these hymns. So you can write a hymn. Okay. Thank you. So um, we're going to take a brief break, and uh, you'll be telling us, why, why don't you tell our listeners what our um, first hymn of the day will be. Well, there's, like I said, I'm going to be discussing three of time to make uh, the first hymn is actually going to be day by day. Hmm. Okay, that's 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 not one that I am um familiar with, but uh, I'm excited to uh hear the uh words and the story behind that hymn. Let's take a brief break and we'll be back. Remember everyone, this is Global Gospel. Listen in. Hallelujah. How far and how contemporary we go, how many great songs we write, we cannot forget the hymns of our church. I just lost 200 of y'all right there. They're like, hymns? What? Who's him? There's some hymns I want to share with you today. That every single time I lift them up, I hear God's voice. Every single time. And I think that the older we go, that we grow, we ought to be able to have one hymn in our arsenal that gives us immediate access to the throne of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the earth hear His voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus, God's Son, and give Him the glory, great things He has. Y'all remember that? Hallelujah. And then there's this hymn. I'm sure you nobody nobody remembers this. It's probably in the in the book in the closet in the back. It simply says, Day by day, and with each passing moment, strength I find to face my trials here. 
trusting in the Father's wise bestowment. There's no cause for worry or for fear. He whose heart goes beyond all measure gives to one what he thinks best. So lovingly Heart of pain and pleasure mingling toil with sweet rest. It is a part of the hymn that says, So help us, Lord, when toil and trouble meeting has to take it from the Father's hand. We'll take it one by one, the days, the moments fleeting, till we reach. Let me take you down south. God bless you. God bless you. We're back. Uh, Brother Marlon Townsend is in studio with us. Uh, We've just been listening to Stephen Hurd day by day. And Marlon's going to tell us a little more about that. Brother Marlon? Bob, this uh there, like I said before, there are several hymns uh, that I myself consider a standard, um, and sometimes depending on what part of the world you go to or um, what denomination you uh, uh, apply yourself to, um, some some may be standards and other ones may not be standards. But then, like I said before, you can you go to any part of the world. And sometimes you hear a melody, and even though the language is different, uh, the the melody is recognized and still honored. Uh, so this particular hymn, Day by Day, this was done, of course, <laughs> some many years ago. There was a Swedish young lady. Um, uh, today she will be considered uh, a PK, uh, which we know that to be a preacher's kid. Uh, mm. uh, she was a she was a daughter, uh, the daughter, the child of uh, a, a Swedish pastor. Um, so she was considered to be unlike all the rest of the kids on the block. You know, instead of playing outside with other friends, she would uh, most times be with her father by her father's side, whether that be in a pastor's study or, you know, whatever her father was doing at the time, she would literally be right there at his side. Um, so, you know, she also gained the title of being a daddy's girl uh, because of her close bond with her father. Um, so her, this young lady's name was Lin- Lena Sandelberg, Lena Sandelberg. And the story goes okay. pretty much that one day, uh, one day Lena and her uh, her dad, um, they went for a boat ride. Uh, the boat made a sudden stop, and because of the location of where her, her and her father were standing, her father uh, fell overboard. Um, and despite many rescue attempts, uh, her father uh, drowned um, shortly after. Mm. Um, so that hymn was compiled pretty much from Lena. Uh, being uh, separated from her earthly father, and day by day, in each passing moment, as the hymn goes, uh, she became closer and learned how to become closer and closer to a heavenly father. Mm. So that that hymn that hymn is probably one is probably one of the shortest hymn stories that I've I've learned about, but um, it's it's it's, it's meaningful and is of course is relevant, um, earthly and heavenly, as most hymns have that that parallel uh, with earthliness and heavenly and heavenly wow wow that's that's an amazing story and it's um but you know we 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 listened to it but we we didn't know that um it was comprised out of such a great loss you know for a young right. um girl and you know right. to experience so, separation and then and then, oh actually uh i i would say that uh her, uh, she probably applied. Um, she probably applied her being close to her earthly father. She applied that to, I'm sure, all the scriptures she's probably heard or learned of her father and um, her earthly father, and applied it to a heavenly father. Wow. So, um, oh, that, that, her separation awesome. anxiety was uh, the separation anxiety that came along with him drowning. Uh, imagine being a child and watching your, you know, your father, your parent, a loved one. Drown right in front of your own eyes. Then you're helpless. So it must be very horrific. Right. Pardon me. And 
Ben said you're helpless. Like life can leave us in those right. helpless moments. But um, exactly. she she drew on that. Um, there's another young man that um, gives a rendition of this uh, hymn, Day by Day. Pure voice, Cody Anderson. And um, I would encourage everyone that can. I'll just give the listeners a sample. But when you can, just listen in to him, Brother Cody Anderson. I've no cause for worry or for fear. He whose heart is kind beyond all measure gives unto each day what he deems best. Loving me is part of pain and pleasure. Mingling toil with peace and rest. Every day, the Lord Himself is near me with a Global Gospel. Uh, we just talked about day by day, um, a hymn of the church um, that many of you may have grown up on. You can call us uh, in studio at um, 619 Brother Marlin has more to tell us. Call a neighbor, call a friend. Amen. Day by day. What else do you have for us, Brother Marlin? Well, once again, uh, I want to shout out all the listening audience. Uh, once again, I want to send a shout out to Sydney Rampasside, one of my former music students who graduated LIU Post on yesterday with her bachelor's in music. God, God bless you. Okay, Sydney. so. And also today is uh, uh, one of our listeners, Brother Teddy Norman. Today is his birthday. We want to shout him out. And everybody else is having a birthday today. Everybody that's in their graduation season, God bless you all. It, it, this is true. Uh, so uh, happy birthday to uh, Teddy Norman. His sister, Katrina, also had a birthday. Um, that's right. I believe it was two days ago. Uh, also, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Mr. Howard Irvin, he also had a birthday not too long ago as well. Right. May is full of birthdays. Sure. Okay. Hymns are important. Brother Marlin, can you pull another hymn out of the hymn book for us? Ah. Do you think you have one more? Let's see. One. Well, one of, one of my favorites uh, is actually... One by a native of uh, North Troy, New York. Uh, his name is uh, Horatio G. Spafford. I've heard that name before. Yes, he uh, is a uh, he composed the lyrics to "It Is Well with My Soul." Mm. And how and how did he come upon those lyrics? Well, w- once again, I just realized that uh, uh, the two hymns that came to the top of my head both are. Uh, uh, Parallel in in uh, many ways, and I guess when I tell the story, you'll kind of see that. So, uh, it is well. This was uh, compiled by uh, a young man by the name of Horatio G. Spafford. Uh, he was a Presbyterian layman from Chicago, also mm-hmm. a native of uh, North Troy, New York, which I believe is further up north. Um, uh, let's see. So he was uh, Horatio Spafford was noted for uh, launching. A successful legal practice uh, right in Chicago. Um, even though he established you no know, many business endeavors, uh, he had been he had a very very keen interest for Christianity. Uh, in doing mm. such, uh, he had a very close close bond with uh, re- revivalist 
um, of that era, such as D.L. Moody, D.L. Moody and Ira Sankey, uh, which we know very famous people. Revival, exactly. Right. They're known in um, revival era that took place. Mm-hmm. Ah, so that was yeah, that was during his time. So I guess that's relevant, and uh, I guess we could relate that to you know us being close to you know uh, ministers of our day, you know, ministers and pastors, spiritual right. leaders who are. Uh, who um, who inspire us? Who we kind of look up to, right? So um, there was also another musician at that time, George Devins, and he actually noted Mr. Spafford um, as a man of unusual intelligence and refinement, deeply spiritual, and a devoted student of the scriptures. Uh, so even though he was a businessman, he had a, he had a thing for Christ, you know. Uh, hmm. So the story goes as such. Uh, Spafford, uh, he had made a, a huge real estate investment on the shore of Lake Michigan. Uh, some some months later, uh, Lamar, you're familiar with this, uh, the Great Chicago Fire of 1871. Uh, the the yes. Chicago Fire pretty much wiped out all of his investments. Right. One cow kicked over right. a lantern. Pretty much. Pretty much. And yeah. that's all it takes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it just takes one. Uh, so, that one cow caused Mr. Spafford to uh, lose his investments. So shortly after, he, uh, you know, planned a, a mini vacation um, for his, his wife and four daughters. Also at this time, uh, he was um, attempting to uh, assist Iris Sankey and Dale Moody on some endeavors in Great Britain. So he uh, he planned this vacation, if you will, for his wife and four daughters. Uh, and at the last minute, he got an abrupt business endeavor opportunity. So he stayed back in Chicago, and he sent his wife and daughter off um, to vacation, pretty much. Mm-hmm. However, um, and, you know, he had every intention on meeting up with his family um, at some point during the cruise, if you will. <laughs> uh, however, uh, it, was, it was November 22nd, the, the ship um, that his family occupied, that his wife and four daughters occupied, uh, it was struck by an English vessel. And believe it or not, in less than 15 minutes, the ship had sunk. Right? So mm-hmm. uh, several days later, the survivors, they reached the shores of Cardiff, Wales. So his wife, uh, Mrs. Stafford, uh, she cabled her husband, Horatio, uh, uh, these words, and quote, saved alone. Uh, pretty much wow. his four daughters had perished his four daughters had perished and drowned at sea um secondary to um the English vessel striking their boat. Okay, so uh soon That's after this uh, very tough. Very tough. And, and as I stated before, it, it somewhat parallels with um the last story with the young lady whose father fell overboard. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh so soon after this, uh Horatio met his met up with his wife, mm-hmm. and they said it it, it said that um, near the drowning location of his four daughters, uh, Horatio documented the words and quote when sorrows like sea bubbles roll, right? And that we know we we are familiar with those those lyrics and to him it is well sure. my soul. Um, so you know the sea, of course it. You know, it gives the the, the the relativity between the sea, um, the physical sea, and I guess the sea in his life at that time. Right. So, uh, but many also argue that uh, the lyrics don't dwell so much on life sorrows. However, on the redemptive works of Jesus Christ, which is located in the third stanza of the hymn, um, as well as the second coming of Christ, which is located in the fourth stanza. Right? Remember, I thinking about that uh the English lesson before we learned about poetry and stanzas. Right, um, right. So amazingly, uh, I find it amazing that, you know, with all that had recently occurred, you know, Horatio, he was still able to pin the words, It is well with my soul. Um, mm. um uh, shortly after that, after he pinned the words, uh, a man by the name of Philip P. Bliss uh had found pleasure in the testimony of Horatio Spafford. Um which was something horrific to him, of course, so much that he composed the music to match the lyrics. And we know this mm. song today to be It Is Well With My Soul. So Horatio G. Spafford, 
he coined the lyrics, uh, and Philip P. Bliss, uh, he uh, coined the music. And he uh, he died. I mean, and it's funny because Philip Philip Bliss, the one who wrote the music, he uh-huh. uh, he was born maybe maybe ten years after Horatio was born, and he died maybe uh, maybe like ten ten to twelve years before Horatio G. Spafford uh, had died. Um, mm. So you know, later on, later on, his wife, um, him and his wife, uh, they moved and uh, dwelled in Jerusalem. And they had, right. I believe they had two more daughters. I believe they had two more daughters, and his daughters actually, you know, they were they were part of the um, keeping the story of what happened alive in some of their works. Wow, so that's pretty much the story with it as well. Right, and that and that and that all our listeners need to know that you know, no matter what goes on in your life, um, that. That we have to take that type of attitude, and it's hard. And from the person outside looking in, it's easier to to say, you know, take that attitude and be positive. But if you're on the inside looking out, you're like, this person doesn't know what what's going on in my life, what I'm experiencing emotionally or physically or financially. But it's up to the believer and the unbeliever because hymns draw people, music draws people, words draw people, poetry draw people, and so it is up to every listening ear to believe that God will work things out all right. And after after you suffered a while, that he will perfect things in your life. And after you've gone through the fire, that he will bring you out as pure gold. So we have to take on the attitude in this season. And we're living in a world where it seems like every day something new is happening. Some some new tragedy, some new um, terrorist attack, some, um, some, some new... Um, political move um, that's just uh, devastating to our uh, society or something happens to our finances or the, you know, the, the stock market is unstable. It's up, it's down, it's in and out. But we have to take on the attitude that whatever our lot, that is well with my soul. Um, we just want our listeners to call in. You can call us at 619 924 Zero zero. We're taking a break. We want you to listen to, to Jennifer Holiday. It is well. Want our listeners to call in and let us know that you're listening in 619-924-0800. Sister Darlene Selena called in, um, uh, sent a message that she was listening in, and uh, we just want everybody that's listening in, call in, let us know that you're listening in, 619-924-0800. 
that you're listening. These are the hymns that we love and the story behind them. And certainly, you know, everyone has their own. And this song was written before any of us was born. The the music was composed. But today we people are still um, singing these songs because they they were obviously God inspired, and it's been a foundation for our uh, our salvation. It's been a a foundation for our hope. It's been a, a foundation for Christianity to those all around the world and, and global. Somebody said that music is a universal language. So we thank God, even though people went through pain, that they were able to encourage others all these years later. And it, it's just like the word of God. God's word will not return unto him void. So once again, we thank Brother Marlon for being in studio with us sharing these stories and it's it's legacy that he's um, sharing with us and we thank God for legacy and we have to hold on to legacy because um, there's so many people that are let going of their inheritance and and what they own and what they've been taught and and it, and and things that have value and certainly we want to live a, a purposeful meaningful life so thank you brother Marlin you she shared with us day by day and he shared with us it as well. Do you think there's one more hymn you have in the hymn book that you could share with us, maybe? Uh, yeah, um, it's, I'm just sitting here. Uh, I was pondering on a, a few uh, things. One of the, one of the um, thoughts that I came up with is before there was, before there was, you know, what we now call praise and worship, and before there was devotional singing, this and the third, you know, a man by mm-hmm. the Martin Luther, you know, he he. He thought it was necessary for people to worship together because once upon a time, the choirs it was just the choirs song to the to the audience. But what hymns do, they actually um, bring it bring it togetherness, you know, right. um, and that we we call celebrate Christ. Um, and sometimes we call, we call them celebrate we, God at one time. Right, and sometimes we call them congregational um, hymns because it's participatory. Right. Exactly, and then. Ironically, so I've had this uh, debate with some people that uh, some people uh, say music is not important and is not important to the church and this that and the third. You know, I think the different. You know, a lot of the a lot of the Bible, uh, you know, focuses in on music. Also, uh, there was uh, there was a few quotes throughout history. Uh, one of them um, that I, I, I enjoy is um, that Martin Luther that Martin Luther. He won more converts converts to Christ through his encouragement of congregational singing than even through his, his strong preaching and teaching efforts. Uh, wow. Also, there was uh, these there was these hymn writers, uh, Charles Wesley, and you know, there, there was, some of the hymns are known as Wesleyan hymns. And right. It is said that for every person that they won with their preaching, ten were won through the music. So there was a one to ten ratio of uh, preaching to music. You know, and, and not to mm-hmm. say that preaching isn't important, but you know, it, it's something that um, if it's something that whether you're blind or or deaf, you could somewhat enjoy. You know, you could see people dancing. You want to dance, right. you know. You could hear the music. You could hear the music. You might not be able to see, but it'll cause a uh, a certain a certain occurrence within you. Uh, you know, so um, right. And then and, there was and, another and, one that. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I'm listening. There's another one. Well, yeah, uh, D.L. Moody in, in um, I think it was the 19th century. Uh, I'm kind of nervous for history, so forgive me. Uh, it was, it was D.L. Moody uh, in the 19th century. He said that um, singing does at least as much as preaching to impress the word of God upon people's minds. Uh, ever since God first called me, uh, the importance of praise expressed in song has grown upon himself. And that was D.L. Moody, one of the revivalists and evangelists. Of uh, a little, some years before us, <laughs> right? And um, and it, and you know what? So many people, uh, famous people, have um, said things about um, uh, hymns. Uh, for example, Andy Griffith, famous actor, he said he was quoted as saying, "Hymns are companions for life travelers." So it it it, it just simply says that it it speaks to your whole life, and you know everyone experience them uh experiences them in a different way and it, it means something uh different. Grace Jones, uh we know who famous uh-huh. actress, she said growing uh-huh. up in Jamaica, the 
the Pentecostal church wasn't that fiery thing you might think. It was very British, very proper. Hymns, there was no dancing, very quiet, and it was fundamental. So, you know, we've, and we've heard several renditions of hymns. Sometimes they're jazzed up, sometimes they're ceremonial. You know, so it's, it reaches everybody in a different way. And, that, and that's the great thing about the hymns, that they're universal. Right. It's true. And then uh, also, we mentioned Grace Jones, her, uh, her brother, Bishop Jones, he stated one day that he listened to a song by, uh, by he listened to a song by Marvin Sapp. So, you know, mm-hmm. he said to himself, this is a hit. You know, he called Marvin Sapp and said, this is a hit. And he asked him when he was going to write another one. But Marvin Sapp pretty much told him that, you know, Bishop, I got to get hit first in order to write a hit. So, you know, mm-hmm. as both, both the stories before, um, they were hits that were caused by a, a major hit in life. Right, you know, right, right. Uh, and, you know, God, you know, God hits us all in different in a different way. Sometimes the songs come through a joyful occasion. Sometimes the songs come through a horrific occasion. And, and also, like uh, before I stated, you know, when it comes to music, it's something that uh, no matter what your condition is, just something that you can enjoy and appreciate, whether you're deaf, blind, lame, whatever it is. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. um, there was, uh, being I mentioned, um, blind. You know, we all remember remember uh, Ray Charles who was blind. Uh, Stevie Wonder is blind, and they they've probably wrote thousands and thousands of songs. You know, right. uh, also there's uh, um, uh, Beethoven. Beethoven was deaf. You know, uh, he was Beethoven was deaf, and after he, uh, you know, he was still um, he was still writing as many compositions. Uh, he only had right. one unfinished one, which was his ninth one that was unfinished. But after he um, was finished directing the band or orchestra, they would have to signal him to turn around so he could, being that he couldn't hear the applauses, he would have to, uh, they would have to signal for him to turn around so he could see the people, you know, applauding and giving him, giving him an ovation. Right. Uh, ovation. Um, so, and on the top of all of his music, you know, he he's, um, he signatured it pretty much, you know, to God to the glory, because he knew that's where his mm. his musical ability was coming from. You know, he acknowledged God, that yeah. even though he was deaf, you know, um, deaf, not deaf, deaf. So, um, and then some years after Beethoven, there was a there was a young lady by the name of Fanny Crosby. Uh, she happened to be Fanny Crosby was blind, right? Mm. Okay. And it said that she wrote over eight thousand hymns. Right. Um, still to this day, they say that her hymns are the probably the most popular out of all the hymns uh, that are popularly sung. And still, also, they're still uncovering hymns that she had wrote um, mm, that wow. nobody knows about. You know, um, her, her her ability was um, someone could play something and she'd give them the lyrics to it. So someone you could so uh, Reverend Towns you could sit at the piano and play anything, and right. she'd say, "Well, this is what it says." Uh, so this is true for uh, uh, Blessed Assurance, actually. Um, mm. A lady by the name of Mrs. Joseph Knapp, uh she came in one day, um, sat at the piano, started playing a melody, and she said, "Fanny, what does this say?" So Fanny said. That melody says, this is my story. This is my song. You know, blessed assurance. This is where we get that hymn from. Just a, a simple sitting down at the piano and asking a question. That's how the, that's how that hymn came about. Wow. Let, let, so, let's, um, yeah, so um, we probably should uh, let our, our listeners hear. Perhaps they're not familiar with the, um, the words to that um, song, Blessed Assurance. And um, but that is actually that's one of the more popular ones, blessed assurance. Yes, I think because everyone's um listening to that, and at the beginning of the hour, we uh listened to CC Winans, um sing blessed assurance, and so um we just want our listeners to call us in. We have about fifteen minutes left on this Saturday, May the twelfth, the day before Mother's Day. Call us six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. Let us know that you're listening in. In the studio, we have Brother Marlon Townsend. We're taking a brief break, and we'll be right back. Spirit, spirit, oh, Lord. 
Again, this is Marlon P. Townsend um, coming to you live on Global Gospel with none other than Reverend Lamar Townsend. I got a question for everybody. What is your favorite hymn? Call us in the studio 629-924-0800-629-924-0800. Let us know what your favorite hymn is and let us know why. That's a good question. What is your favorite hymn and why is that your favorite hymn? Do you remember when the first time it was that you heard that hymn? Uh, do you remember who sang it? What rendition you liked the best? What is your favorite hymn? Remember where you were? Excuse me? Do you remember where you were when you first heard the hymn? Probably in church. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 619-924-0800. Blessed Assurance. Marlon, perhaps you can tell us what your favorite hymn is. Ah, that's a that's a good good question. I know actually, my, my you know so many, you know more than the average person. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it until today. But uh, my, my favorite hymn probably would be um, uh, "It Is Well." Mm. It is well. Um, mm. that, that's the one by Horatio Spafford. You know, it, it's uh, it's relevant in so many, so many, so many areas, and in my mm. life, you know. So, mm. uh, like I said before, you know, you just as in James it says, "Counter all joy," you know, and I, I believe that's what uh, Horatio Spafford did when he uh, took an account of everything that had happened. Right, you know, right. Counter all joy instead of being angry at God. You know, he figured. I, I, but I mean, if, if you look at it, you know, it it, it it gained his name notoriety, you know, for years and centuries to come, and it hasn't even come yet. You know, right. he he took that pen, and it, it it outlasted any investment that he made as an as an investor. Yeah. You know, those words through that those words through that situation, um, that that revelation that the revelation that came through the situation. Right, um, right. It, 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 um, it's timeless. It transcends it's, time. It's, it's timeless, you know. Yeah. It's almost like the song "Fame," you know. I had a discussion right. with somebody. You know, I'm gonna live forever type thing. So it, it, it's pretty much just not the legacy. Right. It is a legacy. And before you ask me, I'm not really sure what my favorite hymn is. No. But um, yeah, right. I I I do enjoy the hymns, and um, I think um, we it's definitely something we do not need to omit from um our worship experiences because it's yes. uh, it's foundational and it it makes us you know it's it's who we are as believers um the hymns of the church is definitely a a part of who we are in our worship um I do enjoy um the stories behind the hymns and we don't have a, we don't have time for me to tell any stories today we have about 10 minutes left but um one of my um the stories uh I enjoy um, It Is Well story. There's also a story behind Rock of Ages. And um, maybe one of our listeners 
uh, can listen in and call in next week and let uh, tell us what the story is behind Rock of Ages. It's not I I can tell the story. I I do know the story, but I do enjoy the um, story be- behind that uh, particular hymn because it is definitely a great hymn of the church. And um, but I, I do um, appreciate you calling in and sharing with us today. Um, there's also a story behind um, Thomas Dorsey and Precious Lord, Take My Hand, um, right. which is another um, hymn of the church that was written in more recent years, uh, within the past 100 years. Um, but once again, we thank all our listeners for listening. Um, we do want to play something. Um, it is pre-Mother's Day, and we do want, you know, um, if you have a mother, if you don't have a mother, we just want you to um, just reflect on mothers. Um, this is a, a quartet, uh, Robert Blair and the um, Fantastic Violinaires. They have a song. They say, um, thank God for mama. And certainly we all thank God for mama. Listen in, 619 You're listening to Global Gospel. She understood my baby talk She was down when I started to walk And I thank God, I thank God for Mama Thank God for Mama. Um, we have a few minutes left, um, Brother Marlin. Uh, it was a pleasure having you in studio with us today. Um, do you have any final uh, remarks? Well, I, I just hope and I hope and pray that uh, something was heard, said, heard, and or done that uh, proved acceptance in God God's eyes, and you know that actually brought someone closer to God. Um, such such is true for the hymns that we sing, the hymns that we love, um, and we I you know we do appreciate um, all the events that contributed to the to the lyrics that help us out through some of our life's events um, to this day to come. And I, I pray that everyone finds themselves find you know I pray that everyone finds themselves inside their own story. You know, hope I pray that somebody finds you know finds a song while what's in their story. I pray that some people write some more hymns, you know? Right. And I, I do want to, once again, I want to thank you for having me as a guest. And once again, I want to shout out Miss Sydney Rappersod and her musical endeavors and accomplishments. God bless. God bless. Yes, God bless all our listeners. Um, um, we thank you for sharing the hymns of the church with us. Um, it's almost that time. But we just want everyone to continue to listen And to Global Gospel www.blogtalkradio.com Backslash global hyphen gospel Every Saturday from 1pm to 2pm We just want everyone to continue to listen in Tell your neighbors, tell your friends That Global Gospel is on And we want everyone to know that the gospel is the good news and that Jesus Christ is the answer to whatever your problem is in life. I just would like to close with this one quote. Um, Boyd K. Parker, this is for all the musicians and for you as well, Brother Marlin. Boyd K. Packer, I'm sorry, said, An organist who has the sensitivity to quietly play prelude music from the hymn book tempers our feelings and causes us to go over in our minds the lyrics which teach the peaceable Things of the kingdom. If we listen, they are teaching the gospel. For the hymns of the rest of the restoration are in fact a course and doctrine. So we thank God for the hymns um, of the church. We thank God for sacred music. The Bible tells us that we should uh, sing psalms and um, 
it was uh, at midnight, Acts says, that Paul and Silas sang and sang praises unto God. And we know that story of them. It, it freed them from prison. So songs will free you. And every now and then you have to get free from whatever burdens are going on in your life. Um, as we pray, we just want you to meditate on um, whatever's going on in your life and know that God is able to do anything but fail. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this another day. We thank you for another opportunity to share with our listeners. We thank you for all that we have learned on today about your servants and how your servants have imparted into the lives of others. We thank you, God, that your word will not and cannot and does not return unto you void. We pray that on today someone is touched, healed, delivered, and saved and set free. We pray that somebody was encouraged by the words of the hymns. We pray that um, somebody was uplifted. We pray that somebody's light will shine a little brighter. We pray that you meet the needs of everyone, those that are sick, those that are afflicted, those that are bound, those that are in prison, God, those that are facing challenges in their lives, those that are suicidal, God. We know that you came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And God, we thank you for abundant life. We thank you that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for us, that we might have a right to the tree of life. We thank you for the shedding of your blood, for without which there would be no remission of sin. We thank you because we know that you can do all things but fail. And we believe on today that you will bless us in the city, you will bless us in the field, you will bless our going in and our coming out. We thank you for our guest today, Brother Marlon. We thank you for how he's poured into our lives and the lives of listeners. We ask you to God to give him the desires of his heart, God, because we know that you can do all things. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again. Once again, you've been listening to Global Gospel and know on today that no matter what's going on in your life, Christ is the answer. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Brother Andre Crowley, he was a great um, songwriter and he wrote a few hymns in our time. There's healing in the name of there's salvation in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Jesus, my sweet rose of Sarah, my lily of the valley. Oh, that's the reason I say that Jesus is the
that you think you cannot fly. I know your skies are dark. You think the sun won't shine. In case you don't know, but the word of God is true. And everything he With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.